Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the HV Pucks Podcast, powered by Capiche.com. This is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. You do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free. A few weeks ago, one of my listeners reached out and wanted to know which team has the best merch. I honestly wasn't sure how this would do as a topic for a show, but when I recently mentioned it to a few parents at a local rink, they thought it was a great idea. Now, I'm going to admit to being more than a little biased, but to me, Suffren has some of the best stuff out there. I attended their team kickoff party last season, and they seem to have everything. Shorts, sweats, long-sleeve tees, short-sleeve tees, vests, Hats, hoodies, one-quarter zip tops, full-length zip tops, and they always have a number of parents working the table at Sportorama, selling the gear and selling the 50-50 raffle. Although I was at the Ice Hutch recently, and the Scarsdale Raiders have some pretty sweet merch as well. I picked up a really neat knit hat, which I uh, sported on Twitter and Instagram uh, a couple of days ago. I'll also say the 2017 Pelham Championship jacket I received from head coach Ed Witts this season is really sweet too. Uh, Plus, I got to give some stick taps out to my friends uh, over in uh, Chappaqua, uh, the Greeley Sports Boosters. They sent me a wonderful package which contained a laced sweatshirt, a uh, anniversary t-shirt, a bumper sticker, and a scarf. I will be uh, proudly supporting uh, the Greeley Quakers. I'm going to post that on Instagram and Twitter sometime next week as well. Um, my goal is to collect at least one piece of merchandise from each and every team in the Hudson Valley as I continue to promote the great sport of hockey. Team apparel gives fans a sense of pride, which in turn creates loyalty and support. A school's name or a school's logo is part of any community's unique identity. So this week, I want to know which team in the Hudson Valley has the best merch. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. This is Brian Riley, head hockey coach at Army West Point, and you are listening to the HV Pucks podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show. Now let's get right into the dump and chase. This week, I asked Hudson Valley hockey players, coaches, parents, and fans which team has the best merch, and here's what they all had to say. Old School Mountie said, Suffren has had the best merchandise for the past 15-plus years. Sweatshirts, one-quarter zips, long and short-sleeve tees, sweatpants, shorts, joggers, gloves, scarves, winter hats, baseball caps, Kids apparel, jerseys, lanyards, and magnets. 
a North Rockland hockey booster said, I think the biggest story about our merch slash apparel is that while the parent volunteers are always looking for ways to show our red and white Raider pride, the best-selling item this year was conceived of and executed by two of our players, seniors John Gormley and Brian Jensen. We have a huge student fan section aptly named the Red Rage, and they designed a simple t-shirt that says just that. It's not hockey-specific, so Raider fans can wear it not just to hockey games, but to football games, lacrosse matches, basketball games, etc. A Scarsdale booster said, Scarsdale Hockey used a contact at Patagonia to get some sweet one-quarter zips for the first time ever. Sharp as could be. Overall, Scarsdale has the maroon and white organization that procures amazing items each year that are available to all sports fans. All net proceeds go into a fund that is used to augment the sports budget. A Mayapak booster said, Mayapak Hockey offers a quality selection of fan-friendly apparel that is available throughout the season. Aside from various tees, sweatshirts, and scarves, the line of apparel is highlighted by the very popular Nike baseball caps, which are available in three different styles, and the number one seller, New Era fleece-lined knit toques. I happen to have one of those. It's sweet. Uh, All apparel is reasonably priced so that more players, students, and fans are donning the Pack Hockey logo, which is great promotion for the program. A Greeley booster said, We are fortunate to have Pete Zimmerman in our community. He is a Greeley sports historian and also does a lot of our gear. The varsity jackets are done by Pete and are similar across all boys sports. This year, we focused on our 30th anniversary as we have a lot of regular stuff floating out there. We have awesome scarves, hats, sweatshirts, etc. This year, we did a commemorative t-shirt which we are selling and gave as a gift to returning alumni. And again, I do have to thank the good folks up there uh, in Chappaqua for that very nice care package you sent me, which features many of the items that you ju- that I just uh, uh, mentioned. Uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks podcast, and we'll be right back after this. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week, I sat down with Will Dodge, senior defenseman, and Brett Farson, head coach of the Rye Country Day School Wildcats. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by two members of the Rye Country Day School Wildcats hockey team. I have senior forward Will Dodge, and I have head coach Brett Farson. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for having us on. Hey, my pleasure. So, all right, let's start with you, Coach. Coach, describe your team in five words or less. Jeez, you really put me on the spot there. Uh, fast, defensive-minded. Those things really aren't true. Uh, 
I'm gonna I might have to take a pass on that one. I don't know. I'm gonna have to study up. Okay. I mean, I from what I saw, I mean, they moved the puck well. They're quick. Um, there's some physical. They're, they're physical. There was some hitting out there. Um, all right, let's go to you, Will. What's your favorite thing about playing hockey here at Rye Country Day? Uh, I think just the team. The guys on the team have always been great. We got a close group here. The past four years, it's always been close, and this year, especially senior year. Um, it's been a great ride. Can't wait to finish it out. And congratulations on the W over King today. That was a very exciting game. Uh, Coach Hart, what excites you the most about this team? A lot of potential. Strong uh, in the net. Gaining some strength on the blue line. Uh, Will's been helping out on D. Certainly, like you said, uh, forward from last season. Our leading goal scorer, 47 or 48 points. So switching him back to the blue line has really been key. Sometimes you... You're hesitant to do that with, you know, with your firepower, but the results have been really positive, and Will's really stepped up, and I think it's still perhaps our leading scorer even back on the blue line. All right, so I guess that would almost categorize a little bit of a surprise for you this season in terms of shifting him back to the blue line. He's still able to contribute. Yes. Okay. So two seniors that graduated on D, we had a lot of minutes to fill, and it took us one game to figure out that, you know, defense is going to be key to any hockey team. You know, we do have uh, Eddie Abrams, our senior goalie, might make you think you could get away with it a little bit, but no team's going to be successful without um, strength on the blue line. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Will, who's your biggest rival, would you say? Um, probably St. Luke's or King. This year, Harvey's got a very good team, so any of the FEA teams, always competitive, trying to fight for that title. Um, this year, Harvey's got a great squad, so... Looking forward to playing I, them again. I know. I mentioned to them that I was coming over here today to watch you, and they're like, yeah, we're going to mix it up with Rye Country Day. Coach, would you agree as far as St. Luke's, maybe King, or Harvey being your biggest rival? Absolutely. I'd say also with the non-conference, everyone looks forward to the Rye High School game. Okay, sure. And we're sure. really trying to build on that with the local opponents. We had a nice game with Rye Town, and we've also got Scarsdale on the schedule this year. for nice. prep that um, – I think it was canceled last year due to a playoff conflict. So okay. love getting those local matchups and letting the guys go play against uh, kids they know. You know, Will knows someone on all these teams. Uh, what would you say is the toughest rink to play in? Well, I think this Harvey School rink, the boards are terrible there. Okay. Um, they always got a few fans out, and the lighting's tough in there. So I have yet to experience a game there. I'm looking yeah. to, to go see them, I think, in early February. Coach, would you agree? I would. He took the words out of my mouth. Something about that barn uh, makes it tough for the visitors. Okay. All right. Um, what's one thing you absolutely need to take with you when you go on a team road trip, Will? My headphones. i got to listen to music on the bus before the games get me psyched up. Okay, Coach, what about you? Mm. A must-have for the bus. I guess my cell phone. There could be an emergency. You know, you never know with these guys. Got to have the cell phone on hand. Of course. We th There was a time, though, where we didn't have those things. I can't imagine what life would be like without them. Um, Best-dressed player on the team, Will Dodge. <laughs> got to say Nick Goulet. He's always okay. got something up his sleeve. Nice. What about best flow? Uh, little Ricky Tedeschi. Okay. Best selly. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. We don't sell him much. You can uh, give it to yourself if you want. <laughs> I think I got to say Jack Kissel. He gets fired up every time he scores. Okay, all right. Uh, coach, what do you look for in a hockey player? Love of the game, really. You know, the rest will take care of itself, you know. If they really care about the sport and it's their passion to get better at it, then those are the players that we're looking to work with and help them improve and get where they want to go. 
Okay. Uh, Will, do you have an embarrassing on-ice moment that you can share with us? <laughs> um, last year, two years ago, we were playing Harvey, and I cut to the middle and got a big hip check and flipped over. I'll remember that one for a while. That is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Coach, favorite memory or moment from this season so far for you? I'd say probably it actually came in a loss. You know, we had a tough loss to Portledge uh, last week, 3-2, to two, but it was the first time the team really rallied together and really made a lot of noise on the bench. And okay. player for player, everybody was really focused in and a lot of intensity uh, really coming together as a group. So, so far, that's it. All right, so while the results may not have gone your way on the ice, from a team culture perspective, uh, you could definitely take some positives away. That's great. Um, What's one thing you want people to know about your team, Will? I got to say, I think we have the best goalie in the area, and Eddie Abrams. I think he's very underrated, doesn't okay. get much attention, but I think we can win any game with him back there. Okay, Coach, anything you want to add to that? What's one thing you want people who listen to the show or people who might want to come out to LaGrange know about your squad? Well, we've got excellent senior leadership. You know, both Eddie and Will will be sorely missed, and it's really rare to have leaders like that that you know you trust in any situation and can really delegate you know a lot of things that might come uh, on the coaching staff like motivation and having people on time and ready to play so you know these two uh, will be sorely missed next year and when it comes to more of the program as a whole we got a great thing going here we got our own rink we're playing six days a week we're practicing we're not taking any days off unless you know, by state law, we have to. That right. seventh day, we'll, we'll take a little rest. But sure. um, we're trying to really build the culture of hockey here where you hit the ice every day, always try to improve a bit. We actually took a fun field trip Saturday night. We went to Yale RPI. Yale had a nice 5-1 to one win. So nice. the boys got to see the game up close, watch right. some good college hockey. Great. And that's really what we're trying to do is build a, you know, a group of kids that, that, that loves hockey. I know you have rivals within your league and you talked about playing Rye Town Harrison and Rye High School. How would you describe the state of hockey in this area? Well, I think it's growing. I think there's a lot of clicks on the website. You know, some stuff you told me in different newspapers. Um, you know, it's important to the kids and the families and their friends. And, you know, the clicks speak for themselves. It's sure. a popular thing around here. Absolutely. I mean, that's how I, con I connected with Will through Instagram. He had not heard of my show at that time, so we're trying to change that, which is all good. I appreciate you taking the time out today. Will, what would you say about the state of hockey, you know, from a player's perspective in this area? Oh, I think it's awesome. Um, I've been playing since I was like three or four. I'm originally from Pelham, so that's a big hockey town. Absolutely. Um, used to go out to the high school games, see that all the time. And I think the fans, the teams, everyone's super into it. And as Coach said on the internet, everyone's following along, and it's awesome. I was telling Coach earlier, the highlight of my season last year was flying to Buffalo to watch Ed Witts and the Pelicans win it all. I that was a, there too. I mean, see, it was yeah. amazing for me. And I, my hotel's already booked. My flight is booked. I'm ready to go for uh, the weekend of March 9th to see who from Section 1 hopefully will take another title. Uh, as we wrap up here, Will, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Favorite sport to play besides hockey, and that would be? Lacrosse. Right. Yep. Okay. I'll be playing in college next year. Yeah. So. You're going to Colby, right? Yes, sir. Nice. Exciting. Exciting. Favorite professional, and this is for both of you, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Uh, i got to go with Patrice Bergeron of the Bruins. Okay. 
All right, I was worried you were going to say Marshan. Can't, <laughs> can't stand that guy. What about you, Coach? Definitely Marty St. Louis. Nice. He was actually my coach a couple summers when I was in high school. Love it. Turcott Stick Handling Camp, and I still see him around the rink. Awesome guy, quality individual, and, of course, uh, limitless talent out there. You know, he was... Uh, he was on pace to win the scoring title that year of the strike when he was still with Tampa. You know, right, maybe right. he would have got one in there. But um, character guy and outstanding hockey player. Absolutely, I can't agree more. When he came here to the Rangers and did that Stanley Cup run, I mean, those are some memories that I'll certainly keep with me as a fan. All right, last question, boys. Favorite professional hockey team? Boston Bruins. Okay, listen, I have family from Massachusetts. <laughs> it's all good. Original six. Well, what about you, coach? Rangers got to be the Rangers. Yep. Okay, listen. I've been a long-suffering Ranger fan since the late 80s, high school days. Again, I never played, but all my buddies did. They forced me to watch the games before we could go out. I kind of got into it. Shared season tickets from 97 till 2004. Every year they missed the playoffs. Uh, and now I go every now and then. I got some buddies with seats up on the Chase Bridge. But I do have to say, as much as I love the Rangers, I absolutely love what the Vegas Golden Knights are doing. <laughs> There's, you, you can't ignore what they've got going out in the desert. Again, regardless of the sport, no team in expansion history has done what they're doing, so it's real fun to watch. Uh, anyway, thanks for taking some time out, boys. This is head coach Brett Farson and uh, senior defenseman, used to be forward, Will Dodge of the Rye Country Day School Wildcats. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and this is the HV Pucks Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is Ed Witts. And this is Doc Minoff. And you're, and you're listening, listening to the HB Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show! <laughs> As the 13th season for Episode 2 comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Uh, with the seasons winding down, uh, this is probably going to be the longest stick taps of the season. So again, please bear with me because every one of these uh, individuals, uh, teams, or coaches uh, deserves respect and recognition. Stick taps out to Adam Page, one of the hockey coaches for the St. Mary's varsity hockey team, on being named to the U.S. Paralympics led hockey team. This will be Adam's third time. I want to congratulate him and wish him and his fellow Olympians all the luck in bringing home the gold medal. Stick taps out to Jack Wallace, an alumni of the Indian Hills hockey team, on also being named to the U.S. Paralympics led hockey team. I want to congratulate Jack and wish him and his fellow Olympians all the luck in bringing home the gold medal. Stick taps out to the E.O. Smith Tolland Bucks hockey team, who have made a pledge this year to support the Jacob Roger Poulin Foundation through the Score for Jacob campaign. Fans can pledge a dollar amount for every Bucks goal scored this season, which will directly benefit the foundation and its many charitable endeavors, including building a park in Jacob's memory. For more information, you can visit uh, www.jrpf.org or follow at BucksNation1 on Twitter. Stick taps out to the Governor Livingston High School varsity hockey team uh, as they dedicated their game versus Watchung Hills on Sunday, January 28th to Team William in honor of Will Coyle, a student at their school. Will was diagnosed with cancer, is undergoing treatment, and is going to be okay. Puck drop was set for 8:15 at the Union Sports Arena. 
Stick taps out to junior forward Alex uh, Konovalov of the Ridge Hockey team, who earned his 100th point of his varsity career on Tuesday, December 26th in a 5-2 win over uh, West Morris. Uh, Alex, I apologize for missing that back in December, and I hope I got your last name right, buddy. Stick taps out to senior forward Brett Sardina of the Williamsville North hockey team, who set a new school record with 23 goals in a season in a 6-1 win over Timon, Timon, or Timon. I'm sure I'm going to hear from somebody about that. On Sunday, January 28th, stick taps out to sophomore goalie Justin Wellman, a.k.a. Moose, of the Parsippany Regional Hockey Team for making his 1,000th career save as a sophomore in a 4-3 loss over Newton, Lenape Valley on Saturday, January 27th. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Matt Ubertasio, a.k.a. Ubo, of the Madison Hockey Team on making 35 saves in a 1-1 tie with Summit on Sunday, January 27th. 28th. Stick taps out to goaltender Tate Brandon of the Rivertown Legends hockey team, who made 40 saves and a 5-2 win over Mayapak on Sunday, January 28th. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Noah Sobzik of the West Seneca West Indian Ho- Indians hockey team, who made 38 saves in a 3-2 win over Grand Island on Sunday, January 28th. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Grace Lunder of the Byram Hills varsity hockey team for making 30 saves in a 5-0 win over the Cortland Rebels on Sunday, January 28th. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Chris Cairns of the Kenmore West hockey team for stopping 38 out of 40 shots in a 2-2 tie with Grand Island on Monday, January 29th. Stick taps out to Ed Witt, head coach of the 2017 New York State Division II champion Pelham Pelicans on earning his 450th career win in a 5-2 victory over Pearl River on Monday, January 29th. Stick taps out to senior goaltender uh, Kieran McNellis of the Red Bank Catholic hockey team for stopping 52 out of 53 shots against CBA on Monday, January 29th. Stick taps out to goaltender, a senior goaltender, Brian McGrath of the Salisbury hockey team for making 35 saves in a 3-2 OT win over the Brunswick School on Monday, January 29th. Stick taps out to the Cicero North Syracuse hockey team for hosting a teacher appreciation game versus Baldwinsville on Tuesday, January 30th. Puck drop was set for 7.30 p.m. at the Cicero Twin Rinks. Stick taps out to the Churchville Chilai hockey team for hosting a teacher appreciation game versus Penfield on Tuesday, January 30th. Puck drop was set for 5.30 p.m. at the Scottsville Ice Arena. Stick taps out to junior Kyle Mandalore of the Hun School of Princeton Boys Ice Hockey Program for eclipsing the 100 career point plateau. Kyle has scored 50% of the team's 80 goals at the time of this recording. It's safe to say that Kyle is the straw that stirs the offensive drink down there in Princeton. Stick taps out to freshman goaltender Dylan Gorski of the Lancaster Iroquois Depew Girls varsity hockey team who made 35 saves on 39 shots and a 4-2 loss to the Williamsville Girls varsity hockey team on Tuesday, January 30th. Stick taps out to sophomore... um, Adam Evans of the Pauling Tigers, who stepped in and made 44 saves in a 7-2 loss to Rivertown on Tuesday, January 30th. Adam normally plays left wing. 
Way to step up and help out your team, Adam. Good for you. Stick taps out to the Rye Varsity Hockey team for their Rye Hockey versus Hunger initiative to benefit the Carver Center Food Pantry. The team asked all fans in attendance to their game versus Scarsdale on Wednesday, January 31st to bring non-perishable food items to the game. Stick taps out to the Freehold Township High School Hockey team for volunteering their time at a local soup kitchen in Asbury Park on Wednesday, January 31st. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Dan Malloy of the Shaker Colony Jets, who made 35 saves in a 5-4 OT win over the Adirondack Rivermen on Wednesday, January 31st. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Jake Hutchinson of the Hamburg Bulldogs varsity hockey team for making 33 saves in a 3-2 OT win over West Seneca West on Wednesday, January 31st. Stick taps out to senior goaltender John Lovelace of the North Branford hockey team who made 37 saves in a 3-2 win over North Haven on Wednesday, January 31st. Stick taps out to the Webster Schroeder Warriors varsity hockey team for hosting a NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Health, uh, I'm sorry, National Alliance on Mental Illness benefit game on uh, Thursday, February 1st. Puck drop was scheduled for 5 p.m. versus the Victor Blue Devils at the Webster Ice Arena. All fans in attendance were asked to wear green in support of NAMI Rochester. And again, that's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Stick taps out to Webster Schroeder. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Adriana Harmon of the West Seneca Hamden Eden Girls varsity hockey team who made 33 saves in a 5 to nothing loss to the Williamsville Girls varsity hockey team on Thursday, February 1st. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Ben and Winters of the Somers North Salem varsity hockey team who made 40 saves in a 5-2 loss to Brewtown on Thursday, February 1st. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Grant Zell of the Orchard Park uh, varsity hockey team who made 47 saves on 50 shots in a 3-3 OT tie with Niagara Wheatfield on Thursday, February 1st. Stick taps out to senior forward Kyle Roberts of the Lyman Hall Haddam Killingworth Coaching Hog Trogan's varsity hockey team, who earned his 100th career varsity point in just his 50th game on Friday, February 2nd. Again, uh, stick taps out to you, Kyle. Sorry for butchering the name of your team. It is a mouthful. Stick taps out to senior forward Paul Keyes of the Southern Regional Ice Hockey Team on being the first ice hockey player in school history to achieve 100 career points in an 8-5 loss to Jackson Liberty. On Friday, February 2nd, stick taps out to sophomore Zachary DeAndrea of the Jackson Liberty Lions High School ice hockey team on earning his 100th career varsity point in an 8-5 win over Southern Regional on Friday, February 2nd. Zachary had five goals in that game. Stick taps out to senior Zachary uh, Maitzik of the Paramus Lindhurst Hackensack High School ice hockey team on earning his 100th career uh, point. During a 6 to nothing win over Pascack Valley on Friday, February 2nd. Stick taps out to sophomore goaltender Marcus Fabiunk of the Ridge High School ice hockey team for making 39 saves in a 2-2 tie with Seton Hall Prep on Friday, February 2nd. Again, congratulations, Marcus. I apologize if I butchered your last name. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Steve Brennan of the Pascack Valley hockey team who made his two 
5,500th career varsity save in a 6 to nothing loss to Paramus, Lindhurst, Hackensack on Friday, February 2nd. There was a great write-up on Steve. So again, kudos to you on making that um, monumental save in your career. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Kyle Nowak of the Lockport varsity hockey team for making 31 saves in a 6-2 win over Amherst on Friday, February 2nd. Stick taps out to senior Tyle Ed Home of the Sweet Home Varsity Hockey Team, who had an assist in a 3-2 win over Rye on Friday, February 2nd, giving him 107 career points, which puts him second all-time in Sweet Home Hockey history. Congratulations, Tyler. Stick taps out to senior forward Jude Curtis of the Hillsboro High School Hockey Team, who recorded six points, four goals, and two assists in a 9-4 win over Kinelon on Friday, uh, February 2nd. He has 54 points on the season and jumped into second all-time in team history with 83 points in just two years. Fellow sophomore teammates Leighton Sorez has 50 points on the season, 69 total. Jason Wolf has 42 points, 70 total. And senior Dom Mazzaferro has 29 points this season, but 60 total. They're really doing big things out there in Hillsboro. Stick taps out to the Cranford High School ice hockey team for hosting a Skate with the Cougars event on Saturday, February 3rd from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Waranaco Ice Skating Center. There were prizes, raffles, and a shooting competition. What a great way to grow the game. Stick taps out to you guys. Stick taps out to junior forward Kyle Prusnik of the Madison Dodgers hockey team on collecting his 50th point in a 9-0 win over Mendham on Saturday, February 3rd. Again, congratulations, Kyle. Uh, I hope I didn't mess up your last name too bad. Kyle Prusik. Stick taps out to senior forward Andrew Basin of the Northern Valley hockey team who scored a hat trick against Ridgewood on Saturday, February 3rd to earn his 100th career varsity point in a 5-1 to one win. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Spencer Rockmore of the Mount Pleasant Ice Cats, who made 43 saves in a 3 to nothing win over Carmel on Saturday, February 3rd. Stick taps out to sophomore uh, goaltender Karina Mancini of the Daniel Hand High School girls hockey team for stopping 48 of 49 shots in a 1-1 to one tie uh, uh, against Hamden. On Saturday, February 3rd, stick taps out to senior goaltender Justin Larkin of the Marist hockey team for making 69 saves on 75 shots in the 6-4 loss to William Patterson University on Saturday, February 3rd. Stick taps out to the Byram Hills varsity hockey team who is hosting their 6th annual Pink the Rink game versus John Jay at Brewster Ice Arena on Thursday, February 8th at 9 p.m. Your boy Trav will also serve as guest in-house DJ and public address announcer throughout the evening, all proceeds benefiting the Breast Cancer Division of the American Cancer Society. Stick taps out to Fox Murphy, whose father is fighting stage 4 cancer. Fox plays for the New Jersey Ice Dogs and has founded his own Relay for Life team. Um, It's called Murphy's Fighting Irish. You can tweet or DM me for more information on how to make a donation. There is going to be an assist benefit game scheduled. Uh, It's uh, Saturday, February 10th at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie. Puck drop is at 3.30 p.m. For more information or to purchase tickets or to donate, visit www.benefitgames.com. The St. Thomas Aquinas College hockey team are facing off against the Columbia University uh, on Sunday, February 11th at the Barclays Center. 
Puck drop is set for 1 p.m. The team is selling Islander tickets located in the lower bowl for a discounted price of only $40. Um, so for the for that price, you get uh, admission to the Stack versus Columbia game at 1 and then the Islanders-Flames game at 7. That's, again, two games for the price of one. For more information, visit the Stack Twitter account at Stack Hockey. There is an assist benefit game also scheduled for Saturday, February 24th at the Brewster Ice Arena. That is to benefit the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Movement. Puck drop um, is set for 7 p.m. on the 24th of February. For more information to purchase tickets or to donate, again, please visit www.benefitgames.com. And last but not least, um, I just want to give a shout-out to the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey uh, Movement. They are running some more free clinics on Sunday, February 11th at Brewster Ice Arena from 745 to 825. You've got middle school skaters ages 11 through 14 are invited from 835 p.m. to 935 p.m. High school skaters ages 14 to 18 are invited. Um, Also on Saturday, February 17th, this is really cool at the MSG Training Center because these uh, clinics are sponsored by the New York Rangers. Um, the times have yet to be determined, but all school-age kids from elementary through high school are able to come to this. Again, uh, there's no fee, no experience is required. There's equipment available for loan. So if you have any questions, email Tess Brogan over at uh, Clarkstown North. Her email address is tbrogan at ccsd.edu. And if you're interested in anyone receiving stick taps in the future, you can please tweet me at travjack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. And I will be back with some of my final thoughts after this. As the horn sounds on the 13th episode of Season 2, I want to let you know some of the topics for this season's future podcasts. Uh, Starting with Episode 14, we're going to take a look at the playoffs, and uh, I'm going to reach out to a number of players in the area and ask them what they do to get ready physically, mentally, and emotionally for the postseason. Um, I also want to sit down with Stefan Vallis and Mike Schoenbach, um, two uh, very influential uh, hockey uh, individuals here in our area. Uh, Stefan's on the Westchester side. Mike's on the Rockland side. I want to do a history of Hudson Valley hockey with the two of them. We'll look to do that after the, after the season ends. Um, I've talked about this before. There's a very devoted group of hockey players who have been uh, playing together on Tuesday nights for 44 years in a row. The game is referred to as Hockey Night in Katona, so stay tuned for future player interviews um, in an upcoming episode as well. And if there are topics you'd like me to address on the show, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. Once the season ends, I'm going to look to do at least one episode a month. So again, if there's something you want me to look into, something you want me to bring up, by all means, I'm happy to do it. Um, You know about the Where Are They Now? 
Uh, so if there are any former Hudson Valley players, please tweet or DM me at TravJack71 if you want to come on. You can join the likes of Tommy Spiro, Jackson Schultz, Russ Mazzaro, Sean Gordon, Sean Benson, and Anthony Caruto. I had a great time talking with those guys. Um, I'm also going to look to have another segment of from the trainer's room with Jessica, which focuses on athlete health, safety, and nutrition with Jessica Lappy, head athletic trainer for um, Tappan Zee High School. Before I sign off, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding, because our family time takes a hit over the next few months as I embark on this exciting hockey journey. You can find me on Twitter at TravJack71, on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major, and on Snapchat at 5 underscore min major. You can also find my show on the Grandstand Sports Network, www.grandstandsportsnetwork.com or at grandstand underscore SN. In addition to, again, you know, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, the show is 100% free. We've talked about it before. You do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. I will be traveling to Glens Falls on March 3rd to cover the regional game, which will feature the Section 1 Division 2 champion. And I will be in Buffalo at the Harbor Center the weekend of March 9th through March 11th. I'll have player and coach interviews, videos, and live live in-game updates. At this point, I'm not sure who else from our area will be up there covering the games, but again, um, I'll have everything that you need right here. Um, And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album entitled Out of Time by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can find Fracture on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.